Paper Room, welcome back, everybody. Danny here alongside Pastor Nick and Isha. Hello. Mick Guetta, is how I was like to say, McGee. Uh, our host here for Paper Room. Uh, excited, we are episode, I th- we believe, 31. We believe. Why yeah. can't we just keep uh, track? Why is it so hard? And and my argument is what I said before as we were about to record is once you turn thirty you just kind of forget how old you are. But when you turn yeah. forty you are gonna remember again. Mm, that's right. That's wow. a powerful like you know those those markers. Yeah. Uh yeah. Turning thirty for me was a rough time. Uh and after that I always have to ask Summer how old I am. But I think we're episode thirty one. Uh excited for today. Uh for a reminder maybe this is your first time tuning in on the paper room. Uh one welcome glad you're here with us. Uh, for everybody who uh, you hang out all the time, thank you so much for uh, just listening to us. Hopefully, yes. it's encouraging. And for also, you. go to Spotify and if yeah. you like it, give us a star, two or three or five. Five, not a star. <laughs> well, I'm just trying yeah. to be. You know how when you ride in an Uber, like and like you get in, you don't even talk to them, and then they don't talk to you, and all of a sudden, both of y'all have five stars. Just do that. Just give us five stars. Okay. Okay. Yeah, happens all the time. Like, hey, hey. Five stars. I like that. Uh, I did it all the time in New York. Uh, but uh, you guys, young adults, are in a crucial time in your life. Uh, you're trying to figure out what to do. You're trying to figure out uh, who to be. You're trying to figure out your job, who you're going to date, marry, all that stuff, all while trying to follow Jesus and being faithful in your relationship with Christ. Uh, and our hope is just to help you navigate this season, uh, to give some advice from things that we've kind of walked through in life. Uh, and also just to share from scripture of things that uh, we believe are just crucial during this time. It's from a huge word. decade that you're in right now. Um, and one, I love uh, just getting to to pour in as much as we can to to your life in this aspect. And so excited for uh, these episodes. Go check out the other ones. If you haven't, go binge them. Uh, it would be better than anything else you binge. I promise you that. Uh, but before we get into today's content, yes. uh, I believe you have a segment for us. I am ready to do the blind rankings. Woo! Yes. I, I haven't uh, been a part of this. <laughs> yeah, you you always host, so you yeah. know, I think well one time I think I did it, it once. Yeah. Maybe I yeah. So remember. that was when you talked about four Christmases, but we won't. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't. <laughs> talk about bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, football season is mm. upon us. I'm zero and four in one fantasy league. Yeah, I yeah. Not good. Yeah, I'm I'm bad right now. <laughs> I'll brag in a, in a few more weeks. But uh, the biggest news in football is not football right now <laughs> oh, no. the biggest news in football is i don't know there's an up-and-coming artist that that likes to hang around football players mm. uh her name is taylor swift and she is dating travis kelsey allegedly allegedly she put him on the map she put him on yeah <laughs> kinda to well i don't i don't if know you if don't watch football travis kelsey has two super bowls two super bowls he's He's probably top uh, five tight end of the all most time. dominant tight end in the game right now. Right now, thank you. I wasn't gonna say you know <laughs> you got grunt. I got grunt. You know, but uh, but yeah. So what I want to do right now, we're not gonna put Travis in there because we don't know if they dating or not. It's all alleged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we are gonna blind rank Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Mm. You know, ex boyfriend. Yeah, because every album come out, <laughs> she done dump yeah. somebody. Yeah, there's a there's a new Travis Kelsey album coming out. Actually, Gabe sent me a reel I need to watch. It was like a Taylor Taylor Swift's first song after breaking up with Travis Kelsey. Wow. Yeah. And I'm not trying to <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not but, trying to judge Taylor. No, I'm yeah. not. I, I hope it's genuine. Travis Kelsey's great. But the point I'm saying is like if if, I don't know him, if you got seems great. eight X's. Yeah. Like you the common denominator <laughs> in all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah. you know, no judgment. Right. But let's let's blind rank them. What is it? Five? Because I'm five. Yeah, I don't. I don't okay. know. I think I know. Like, well, 
you gonna know the one. Them. You gonna oh. know the ones I okay. talk about. Okay. Oh, hold on. Um, to clarify, are we ranking them as just like individuals or like as how they dated Taylor? Because I have no idea how. Yeah. I think. Uh, I I would say as individuals, as like person. like yeah. who okay. you wish she would have stayed with. Okay. Oh, cool. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I just have I have no idea. I haven't really. You don't know. I hear of the things, but I'm not in the thing. You're not a Swift. Okay. Yeah. You're not a Swift. No. You didn't buy a Travis Kelsey jersey. No. Yeah. no. Okay. So this might be a terrible one. I'll share this really quick. Hold on. We did start with some some of our friends. Like we've been hanging out with some of the athletes on campus who are uh-huh. like one Kansas City fans, but also Swifties. The other day, we literally started a fantasy football league, like right before week four, just because they found out what like like you know that because Taylor of Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was great. Okay. Well, let's let's blind rank them. Y'all ready? Yeah. Let's do it. <clears throat> well, one, are y'all gonna know the people I say? Because you, you, I hope so. Even... Well, hopefully, you can give like yeah. a little description. I don't Maybe. know that. Like, I'm a girl dad, so that's the only I reason might just why go- I I'll even Google care. It'll make it interesting. Yeah, go, go. Okay, Taylor Lautner. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Twilight guy. Yes. Um, they dated for a little while. The wolf, not the vampire. I've never seen Twilight, but I I, I think and, I know that yeah, much. Yeah, I know yes. who he is. Taylor Jacob. Lautner. Team Jacob or whatever. Team Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know him. Very, well, I don't know any of these guys, but <laughs> <laughs> but I've never seen Twilight, so I'm, I'm going to put him at five. Five? Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, I don't Okay. Uh, I I'm gonna go with four. Okay, you like Taylor yeah. a little bit. Four? Yeah. Oh, Taylor Taylor. I'm that Team Jacob, cool. not Team whatever the guy, other guy. Edward. Edward. Yeah. Okay. So just because of that reason, yeah. Why I know so I'm much about four. Twilight, we've never seen it. Oh, okay. Five. Okay. The memes. Uh, the next one is Zac Efron. Oof. They dated. I think so. Wow. We'll see it. Like I don't. I don't know. But I I really like him. I love Zac Efron in uh, <laughs> in uh, uh, the Greatest Showman. Oh, yes, the Greatest Showman! He's hey, good. He kills it. Hey, the Greatest Showman. Uh, I, you know. Yes, the song. Never, never. So I've never good. seen. Um, what's he famous for? Um, Baywatch. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, high School Musical. High School Musical. I've okay. never seen High School Musical. Well, oh, yeah, I love we High School Musical Three. Like yeah. his song. Okay, wow. so I'm gonna. Right, so what's y'all ranking, y'all? Uh, I'm gonna put him at at. I mean, I'm hoping other people come up. I'm putting him. Ah, I'm gonna put him at two. Four. Four. four? For me, yeah. So so Taylor five. Yeah. Zach. Four. four. No, I really like him. So okay. two. But two? I'm le- I'm leaving breathing room in case there's somebody okay. better. I'm so, hoping that you're gonna mention somebody that I okay. That I know. So next is Joe Jonas. Oh. oh. <laughs> we have the same <laughs> reaction. So well, part of it is like I didn't know she dated these people. Me neither. Um, I'm a girl dad, so I'm finding all this mm. stuff out. I like Joe Jonas. I'll you do know, three. Yeah. They're uh, actually like, um, who was it that was on The Voice? Was it uh, Nick Jonas? I think it was Nick Jonas. One of them was on The Voice. It wasn't Joe Jonas, but <laughs> I like their music. They're, okay. They're yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just going up. I'm putting them in three. I hope there's two guys that are just all right. studs. All right. That so, was a second. Yeah. So you got three. Okay. And you got them at? Three. Three. Yeah. So you have? I have Taylor at four. Taylor at four. Zach. No, at two. Yeah, Zach at two. And oh, you're hoping for a real big dud. Oof. Yeah. All right. I'm hoping for two studs. John Mayer. Oof. He's one for me. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Ben gonna get real upset with me. Well, are you putting him at five? Well, wow. it's either five or one. <laughs> hey, I don't even know I'm who the nervous. other person would be, but he's one for me. He's His one. Music is incredible. All right, so you um, got uh, uh, Jacob uh, Taylor at five. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> I should have just put Zach at one. Cause... Taylor at five. Um, Zach Efron at Zach Efron at four. four. Joe Jonas at three, and and John at one. Okay, so, I like it. We'll see who two is. 
Okay, I'll put him at one. Just because hey. he's not five. He's not a five. Okay. He, he's and, above uh, Joe Jones. And who do you have? So now it's John Mayer one. Okay. Zach Efron two. Okay. Uh, Joe Jonas three and Taylor Lautner four. Yeah. All right. So you got a five. Oh. Mm-hmm. I hear the last one. Harry Styles. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. I probably would have put him lower. I don't really know him much. Wait, wait, isn't didn't he you come know, out in? It's not the same. Oh yeah, his music is his. Oh, man, I, I he's not a five. Uh, but see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> is he the one? This is why I wish Ruben had a mic as a producer. Uh, he he came out at the end of uh of the Marvel movie of uh, yeah he did the um Eternals. I said Incredibles Inter- Eternals yeah. So if he's in the MCU, that I'm all for was- it. Okay, so two. Yeah, two. Okay, so you happy with yours? Yeah. I should have put Taylor last, and then Joe Jonas, and then these guys. Yeah. yeah. Harry Styles. Well, now y'all know who she, she done used did to date. A lot of musicians, man. Yeah, that's, that's why the music yeah. just is flowing. Yeah. yeah. Except for Travis Kelsey, she went a whole different detour. That's it. <laughs> Unless yeah, she plays I mean, piano or something. She, well, yeah. she might. She yeah. might try to uh, own a team or something. Like if Travis Kelsey, maybe was she wants it to last this time, so she went for sports. Yeah, we couldn't do Travis. Yeah. Taylor, if you're listening. Love uh, you. Listen to the paper room. Show up to BTYA. Maybe work with Travis. Um, <laughs> now, speaking of, uh, you know, you said that she had a, a lot of different boyfriends and she was a common denominator. We don't know the reasons why, you know, maybe it was to create an album. This is not about Taylor anymore. Woman at the uh, but uh, when it comes to your relationship, one of the um, key things to keep a relationship going, like if you ask, you know, you pull people like, hey, what, what's one of the most important aspects of any relationship? I think one of the most common denominator uh, responses we're going to get is communication. Absolutely. Right? Like you have to be able to mm-hmm. communicate well with the significant other that Absolutely. you are in a relationship with uh, to keep that relationship healthy and flourishing, right? Like, you know, um, like if, if you're married um, and, and you talk to each other, you know, we're all married here. If we only talk to our spouses once or twice a week, then that's not going to be a healthy relationship, right? You know, no. it's going to go south really quick. Uh, so communication is really important. So now tying that into a spiritual spiritual concept, um, one of the aspects of how we communicate to God and what we're going to talk about in today's podcast uh, is prayer. prayer. And so to have a healthy relationship with God, uh, communication is key. And how do we communicate with God? Like he gave us that tool. It's through prayer, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, one thing that we've done throughout, just to kind of gather some thoughts on paper room from different young adults that tune in, uh, and also just to answer questions that young adults have, one... If you have questions, DM us on Instagram. We'd love to be able to answer those here. But two, one of the questions that that uh, someone threw out was, like, when I pray, like, who do I pray to? That's Which I good. thought was an interesting question. That's a good question. Um, and because you, we think about God, uh, and and we know that God is triune, right? A, a theological word for we have one God who is in three different persons, so three in one. Uh, it's 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 a very mysterious concept to try to explain perfectly. Mm-hmm. Some people have used different like uh, analogies or illustrations, like the egg or whatever. But none, of, none of, nothing really works to explain the Trinity. But yeah. um, but God, we believe God is one person, uh, or God is one God in three persons: God the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Right, uh, and you see God working in all those aspects throughout Scripture. Um, and so I, I thought that question was interesting of like, when I pray, like, who do I pray to? Like, yeah. and my assumption, cause it was his text message, but like, do I pray to God, the father? Do I pray to the son? Do I pray to the Holy spirit? Uh, which I think was cool, uh, to kind of process. And so thinking about the roles of the Trinity, mm-hmm. um, how does a Trinity come into place when it comes to communicating with God in prayer? Let's start right there. 
Yeah, that's a great question, I think. And I've always heard it said, you know, you know, pastors and preachers and communicator, communicators of the word to try to simplify, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it is it is said that we pray to the Father right. through the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so. Yes, we, we pray, we pray to God, the Father, but it is not. Uh, it is not inappropriate to talk to Jesus in prayer, yeah. in prayer. I wouldn't say that's inappropriate. Um, it's not inappropriate to, to pray a prayer like come Holy spirit, mm. you know, uh, renew me. Refer- I don't think that's inappropriate. Um, and so when we, when we look at that, uh, God is involved in our prayers. Right. And when I mean All God, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, every person in the Godhead is involved in our prayer. And so I was thinking about it and, you know, the human mind is just like, we can't, we can't comprehend it. But I, I think like, say you're in a store, right? You're in a huge store and you say while you're in that store, hey, I want to go to this particular section of the store. Um, let's say you're in a department store and you want to go to suits, suits, yeah. right? Um, you are in that store, but, but you're going to a, mm-hmm. you're going to a specific area in that store to the suit section. Now say in order to go to the store, you have to get on an escalator, mm-hmm. right? The escalator is the store. But it's distinct, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I look at, you know, when we pray, the 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 power of our prayer or the 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 internal kind of stirring to to get us to uh the Father, get us to God in prayer. That's that's the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um now let's say to get to suits, you gotta go through a door that's in the store. Right. <laughs> Well, that's Jesus, you know. He is our access to the Father. Right. You know, we we cannot uh, get to God without mm-hmm. uh, the finished work of Christ Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, the the beautiful passage is, um, you know, at the moment of the cross when Jesus died, the veil was torn in two. Exactly. Like, like there's crazy realities of of Old Testament of of what a priest had to do to get behind the curtain. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and when something was not done correctly, it's like, boom, drop dead. And then they had to rope him out. And so, uh, and so when Jesus died on the cross, the curtain torn in two, we now have confidence to approach the throne of mm-hmm. grace. Boldly. Right? That we can approach it because of Jesus. So like you said, like the, the aspect of the Trinity is all involved in prayer. All involved Praying in prayer. to God through Jesus. Um, and then by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the power, uh, yeah. Because in the new Testament, uh, in Ephesians, you know, you have Paul saying, pray in the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, that's in the power of the spirit. And so, you know, I, some people may shoot holes in my department store. analogy. <laughs> I'm not trying to call God a department store, but I'm saying <laughs> all of those things are the store. Right. But mm-hmm. they are distinct and they, you know, how you how you uh, how you access mm-hmm. the specific place where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, it's all in the store. And I think one thing, uh, just to continue the conversation a little bit about the Trinity, uh, 
is understanding like the role of the persons, right? Mm-hmm. Like like God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, like they all each have like distinct roles in what yeah, they do. Yeah, like the father, mm-hmm. the father mm-hmm. didn't die Correct. on the cross. And, and and that's something I've heard in prayer is like and 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 some of it like I don't think it's intentional. Like no. you're trying to like it's just no. you're you're praying and and you say, you know, dear God, like like Holy Father, whatever you however you want to say it. Um and but I've heard like like so at that point you're in your mind you're addressing God the Father. So like stay there for a moment right mm-hmm. before then addressing jesus or something like just kind of understand that reality and that might fit a little bit to your department store thing but but i've heard like 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 father thank you for dying on the cross yeah um and and like i'm not gonna be like hey let's just stop praying and like, correct this moment <laughs> yeah, but, no. but it's like understanding theology right like, like it wasn't god the father right. who died on the cross well, here's the, the here's son. the here's the good news here's the good news and this is you know mm-hmm. I, you know i'm a believer that that God is accessible and he wants us to know. And and yeah. this is just what I believe. The Holy Spirit will clean up our prayers. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, well, that's in Romans, yeah. right? right? We don't know what to pray for yeah. as we should, yeah. but the spirit himself we'll give you words. intercedes for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God will clean up our prayers. And I think, I think the more you connect to God in that, even mm-hmm. if you saying things that are inaccurate or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. as you grow in your relationship with God, grow through study of the scriptures, grow, mm-hmm. grow in the power of the spirit. You know, God going to clean up your prayer. Right. Yeah. And, and which I think a, a simple, uh, well, one, if we think about like, who do I pray to? And then we also think about like, how do I pray? Right. Kind of making it practical. Uh, I mean, Jesus gives us that in scripture. Right. Uh, and so one thing we're going to do here is, is we're just going to kind of walk through a little bit of, of the Lord's prayer, which is like a famous prayer that everybody uh, or not everybody, but that that you might know or have, mm-hmm. have at least heard of. Maybe you're like in high school and you played football and your team prayed it together or something like that. Right you're after not, the coach, you're not really you sure. Why. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? Coach cusses you out and you're yeah. like, all right, let's pray, uh, Lord's prayer, um, which is so, so it was just funny. But anyway, uh, but so you may have heard the prayer before. Um, but I think about this question because the person who asked it, like I I know this person, so I know that they're a person of faith and they attend mm-hmm. church and they serve and things like that, which is cool. But I love like the um, the unashamed beauty of saying like who do i pray to mm. like like not really i mean I, I obviously knew that this was coming from this person but i love that because when i think about the lord's prayer in luke chapter 11 um the disciples come to jesus right jesus had just finished praying yeah um and, and there's some beauty there but um and then they go to jesus like teach us how to pray one of, right? and one of them like they yeah. like they put up one like Hey, you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you go. You know. Go ask him. Go ask him. Right? Like they're watching Jesus and they're like, go ask him. Yeah. But it's like, like these are disciples of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, I don't know how long they've been following him, but but they are committed followers. They dropped their nets. They left their boats. Mm-hmm. They left their family. Like they're following Jesus. And they were not afraid to admit that they didn't know how to do a practice of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so wherever you are in your faith, like world right now, like, like in your faith journey, um, like, don't be ashamed of asking what might seem like a very simple practice mm-hmm. question. That's good. Um, and just be willing to admit, like, hey, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't really know how to engage in God's word, but I've been in church for a long yeah. time. No, that's good. Um, and that's okay. Like, Jesus welcomes that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, like Jesus teaches us how to pray, which I think is beautiful. And then, so before getting into Lord's Prayer, here's a question I'd love to ask you guys. Uh, and I feel like we've been talking a lot, so I want you to go first. Yep. Uh, but, but I, I want to think about this. Um, Lord, teach us to pray. Right. Like that is what they asked Jesus to do. Like when they saw Jesus at this point, they've seen miracles, they've seen teachings, mm-hmm. they've seen Jesus do a lot of stuff. They've seen his power, his influence, everything. Uh, but then when they saw his prayer life, like they thought, okay, something's different right here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so rather than asking Jesus, like, teach us how to preach, right? Teach mm-hmm. us how to build a platform. Teach us how to build influence. Teach us how to love. Teach us how to abide. Like, teach us how to do all these other things, right? They asked Jesus, teach us how to pray, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I just kind of think in our culture, and this is something that Pastor Chris has challenged us with a lot, um, is that aspect of prayer uh, is almost like a lost practice in the Western culture. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, um, and you also notice this with, with books, like like books written now for ministry leaders, it's all like leadership, leadership, burnout, leadership, leadership, like leadership. all the like spirit, like like stuff like, like it's leadership stuff. But uh, my uh, my grandpa, Summer's grandpa, who's now my grandpa, uh, he was a pastor for a long time. You know, he retired a pastor, pastored for you know forty fifty years, um, and all he does now is just give me his books. That's awesome. Um, and and they're incredible. And at first I was like, oh cool, thank you. Like I don't know any of these guys, and so but. One day I started going through them I'm like, man, this is some incredible stuff. And you know what they're all focused on? Like back in like the earlier decades, like prayer, like prayer right? It, it's so much spiritual disciplines, prayer, prayer, mm-hmm. prayer. Wow. Um, and so I feel like there's been a shift in the content culture of within ministry. Um, and then kind of flip side, like if you were not flip side, but just continuation of that. If, if we did uh, a big event for the community, like come hang out, there's inflatables, whatever, Harvest Bass type event, we're going to see thousands of people show up. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do a worship night, we're going to see at least three quarters of our worship center show up, mm-hmm. right? Hundreds of people. Uh, we do a prayer night. Seven people. It's like, hey guys, we're going to do it in the fellowship hall because like, like, <laughs> like you know, the worship center is too big, right? For the amount of people are going to show up. Yeah. Um, and it's like, like, why is that a culture? Like, like what happened <laughs> to yeah. where like the, mm. the practice and the art of prayer might be difficult for somebody or just, an, a, I don't want to say it this way, but like a non-desire to want to show up corporately to do it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Like what happened? Or, or why do you think it's, that's a reality for people? Well, Prayer is, and I think this goes back into, I mean, looking at our culture, right? Looking at how things have changed over time. We know that everything has become more rapid. Everything has become more uh, instantaneous and and all of that. So if we look at prayer, you're having to be still. Mm. You're having to be quiet. Oh, yeah, come on. And it's solitary. Like prayer is you and God alone. Even when you're in corporate prayer, like, okay, you show up to the prayer night, whatever. Uh, you know, you pray in groups, but there is a time where you're praying by yourself or you're, you're, there's a call to come up to the altar. You're just praying with God. Like nobody's going to come touch you. Nobody's going to come pray with you. And so that gets uncomfortable for a lot of people, I think, because you're now it's like, okay, well, I, I'm following everybody else kind of like, yeah, it can be genuine. Totally. Like I'm not, you know, bashing worship nights or anything like that, but you're you're with other people and you're doing the exact same thing and you're you're not really by yourself but when it comes to prayer mm. it's a very you and god thing That's good. and people i think don't practice stillness enough to where if it's like a uh you know an invite to a prayer night it's like well i don't i don't practice being by myself i don't practice being still i don't practice being in the quiet so that even coming to something like that is a little bit like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um and so i think um we have to we have to go back to the practice of stillness and we talk about it all the time with sabbath with slowing down um you know getting rid of the hurry in our lives um but I think that the disciples, when they saw Jesus praying, it it and it reminds me of First Samuel with Hannah when she was praying at the altar mm-hmm. um, in the temple, and and the priest saw her. He couldn't hear her. There was nothing coming out of her mouth, but she's she's audibly like she's talking. 
um, praying, crying out to God. She's crying. Um, And so it's like a a distant thing that I think they saw Jesus like talking, but they probably couldn't hear him. And it's, they know he's talking to God, the father. So it's like, well, if you're teaching, I can hear you. I can copy what you say. I can copy the tone, the, the inflection of the way that you preach. So that's like, okay, I I can learn how to do that, but just by watching you, it's easier. But with prayer, um, it's, it's like, this is you and God. So what are ways that I can do that on my own? Because I know I'm not going to have somebody watching me. I know I'm not going to have somebody right next to me doing the same thing that I can kind of, you know, follow. It's, we lead ourselves to the father. We lead ourselves to have conversations with him. We initiate the prayer. And we're led by the Holy Spirit, like we've been saying. Like you, you are filled up with the power of the Holy Spirit yeah, no, when that, you are in Christ. What you're saying is good, because like, you know, uh, in the New Testament, it talks about the the, the Spirit being uh, poured in our hearts so that we cry. Right. So, so yeah. And and it's funny you say this too, because this yeah. is a practice we do. Like you said, be still, be quiet, everything. Like even in our prayer nights that we do, we do prayer nights once a month on the first Wednesday. Uh, we involve worship, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit of like at least background music or background yeah. mm-hmm. ambience or something, which is not bad, but because no. part of prayer is also praising, right? Yeah. Uh, but it we involve that too because I mean part of it too is I think that if it, it there literally was no sound, it would just be mad awkward, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for for everybody in the room, right? And so um and to get to that place of comfortability of of no sound of literal mm-hmm. literal solitude and silence. Uh, it's a really hard place to get to. It is, uh, yeah, because all the distractions that. flood in your heart and your yeah. mind. And but another thing I think, and I'm I'm speaking, you know, I'm not a good pray prayer warrior, mm-hmm. so to speak. Like I have people in my life who are prayer warriors. Oh yeah, and I tell people, put me on your prayer list twice. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, I do think that's an area where I can develop, uh, you know, a, a better prayer life um you know and i pray throughout the day but you know i look at some prayer warriors man like uh, there's a there's a a lady on our staff she's a prayer warrior Mm. you know um there's several uh people in our church that pray in between each service Mm. and i mean they are prayer warriors like yeah you know um i don't have that Uh, well that's not me now correct i will say that um, but I, I think when I look at my life, it's, you know, I have too much. Like when you have too much, you aren't desperate enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that and, and give well, us. Well, yeah, we're good. I ain't trying to that, give it. That's good. I'm not trying like to get like, that. you know, I think our culture, we, even, even though people don't have what they want mm-hmm. sometimes, we have too much. Mm-hmm. to think that we need god that's so good yeah. Yeah. and that's that's very much a western thing obviously yeah. like like in our western culture we we feel that that we don't we're not in need yep so then we don't mm-hmm. feel like we need or want god um you talked about hannah and, and they were you just kind of amazed at her prayer um i was reading this in luke the other day um it's it's the the prediction of john's birth mm-hmm. uh from gabriel mm-hmm. uh, and it says this about zachariah that people were waiting for zachariah amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary mm-hmm. like man like that mm-hmm. that to me is wild like like how can we cultivate a prayer life where people are just like like that dude's praying too much <laughs> like yeah. people mm-hmm. say that about us yeah. they don't say it about me that's for sure like i'm with you too like when yeah. people think of me they're like oh he's a prayer warrior. um i don't know what people think when they think of me but that's okay um <laughs> but it's like like man like that should be something we strive for that 
Like, man, he's he stayed there for a long time. I was joking with Isha the other day. Uh, every Wednesday, there's a lady that comes and prays at our church. Oh, uh, I love that lady. In the middle of the day. Oh, I love that lady. I don't know her name, but we know her as like the the wailing lady. The wailing lady. Yes, like she yes. just literally, like I remember one time we used to have like students, and she was doing this for years. Yep. Um, like back in like in 2017, like we had student ministry in the worship center, and it was like Gabe and I went to the stage to go set something up around like noon, and we didn't even know she was at the altar, and then she just starts like wailing. We're like you know freaked out for a <laughs> yeah. second. Um, and it's now, you know, 2023 and she still comes every single yeah. Wednesday. Um, and so the other day I was like, like, what's her story, man? <laughs> like, Did you go like, talk to her? We gotta not yet, but I, I want to, to. Yeah. Uh, Today's fourth Wednesday. guest on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so we're here today, I guess, uh, recording this on a Wednesday, but, um, but it's like, like to have that ability to do that. And she's here at least an hour. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. longer. Yeah. She'd be praying um, too. But yeah, but it's that, that thought of like amazed that he stayed in the sanctuary so long, which is so good. Yeah, and that's one of the um, things I've always loved about Joshua. You mm-hmm. know, we hear Joshua and, uh, but mm-hmm. you know, one of the things uh, when Moses would leave the tent of meeting, mm-hmm. Joshua wouldn't, mm. you know, Joshua would go. Mm. And it's like Moses modeled that relationship with God and Joshua mm-hmm. modeled what he saw in Moses, you that's know, good. and then we have Jesus, the greater Moses saying, yeah. Hey guys, I'm going to teach y'all how to pray. I'm going to teach y'all how to connect to the Father. Like right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I, I heard this in a in a podcast. Um, the host was John Mark Homer. Uh, but it's not something that he said. Uh, it wasn't something he said. But um, but I did want to bring this up really quick. Um, just to for anybody that maybe you struggle with prayer. Because I thought this was like just gold stuff. Um, but talked about like, like they were talking about people's experiences with prayer. Mm. Uh, and I think when we have, um, I mean, when, when you have a bad experience in any relationship, you you don't think that relationship is then going to work, right? Um, like I remember, I was dating a girl one time, did not have a good experience with her family, her parents, and I was like, "This is not going to work." <laughs> so I just did, didn't think there was any. Or you could write an album about yeah, it. Oh, true. Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Travis, this ain't going to work. Um, that's the title of her song. This ain't going to work. Go ahead, Taylor. Uh, anyway, sorry. Um, but talked about uh, people's experience of prayer, and they said these three things: that people are often uh, discouraged, dutiful, or disillusioned. Mm. So just dis- they're discouraged by prayer and saying like, "Am I doing this right?" Mm. And because prayer is, it's a it's a weird reality. Like you're praying to God, you don't yeah. feel sometimes like it's God. Are you, are you listening it's, to me? Like yeah. do you hear what I'm trying to say? Yeah. A lot of time it's just us talking and 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 we don't feel a response from God. Um, it, we feel like it's it's a duty to pray. Like like why do I have to do this mm-hmm. right? Um, and we even see it in Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount um, and in Luke 11, like when you pray, like it was always an expectation yeah. for them. Like not, hey, if you guys think about trying this, like no, like you're followers of me, so this is what you're going to do. So then it feels like a duty on the negative side. And then disillusion, like is this actually working? Like like I've been praying this thing for a year. Like mm-hmm. it, is this actually working? Mm-hmm. Like when do I stop praying? Um, and, and so we're talking about like when you feel those experiences and you often feel like the desire to want to stop praying. um and, and then you kind of quit and then that communication gets thrown off. And so what I'd love to do is is kind of take some time really quick to, we're not super quick, but walking through the Lord's Prayer, right? Uh, and and I know it's something that maybe you guys have studied and read before, maybe taught on before in the past, uh, but just walk through some things that kind of like stand out to you from that. Um, I think there might be beautiful aspects uh, within a word, within a mm-hmm. phrase, within a part of that, uh, that can be very uh, helpful for people listening. But, so I'm going to read it really quick. Um, and then let's just kind of like pause and walk into it. Um, and you obviously, we have it in two different passages. We have it mm-hmm. in Matthew six, we have it in Luke 11. Um, there are a, a lot of similarities, like minor yeah. word differences. Um, 
And so in Luke 11, uh, he was praying in a certain place, uh, which I'll just pause right there. Like, that's beautiful already. Like, Jesus was praying. Like, it's a part of his continual rhythm mm-hmm. of life. In a and then place. in a certain place, mm-hmm. like, he had a place of prayer that he would often retreat to. Uh, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, we, we walked through this part, Lord, teach us to pray. Um, and, then he, and then they said this, just as John taught his disciples. Yeah, so the, his disciples knew that John was praying mm-hmm. and teaching mm-hmm. his disciples. Mm-hmm. But I think they probably felt, Jesus, I think your ice is a little colder than John. We want to learn how to pray like you. Yeah. Come on, bro. Uh, yeah, that's good. And one thing I read there in commentaries is like that rabbis that had followers uh, often taught them a specific way to pray. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it's almost like, hey, they got prayer. They got a prayer. Like like all these different followers of these different teachers have prayers. Like, what's our prayer, Jesus? Mm-hmm. It's almost like, like what's our team chant? Like, mm-hmm. like what are we going to say, right? Ooh, that's good. Um, and, and they also didn't know like what they were getting into either because <laughs> then Jesus lays out like a, a pretty wild, powerful prayer. But he says this, uh, whenever you pray, say this, Father, uh, and Matthew says, our Father, um, Father, your name be honored as holy, mm-hmm. your kingdom come, give us each day our daily bread and forgive us of our sins. For we ourselves also forgive everyone in debt to us and do not bring us into temptation. Uh, quickly in Matthew, it says this uh, in this way, therefore you should pray like this, our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also have forgiven our debtors and do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm-hmm. Um, so just starting off with the first line, uh, we'll kind of do a little combination of, of both Luke and Matthew, but um, just something that, that maybe sends out to you or something that's always kind of uh, been powerful for you in that beginning part. Um, the opening of Jesus' prayer is this, our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Like mm-hmm. what are some aspects of that that kind of grab your attention? Um. Well, my prayer life looks a little bit different in each day, like every day. Um, some days I'll sit down and I'll journal my prayers. So that will look more formal for me. Um, and then other days when I don't have the time or if I, if I'm on the go and I need to be praying like wherever I go and I'm in the car, then that to me is more informal as far as like how specifically I pray. But in my journals, since it's, it's it's like I'm writing a letter to God, but he hears me right then and there. Um, I usually will always address uh, Father God uh, as Abba, you know, my mm. father. Um, and when I learned what that word means, when I learned how intimate and close it is um, as, as God is my father, then there's a, a reverence attached to it. So every time I pray, I'm, I'm recognizing that he is holy um, and not just my homie and not just, you know, like Jesus is my homie t-shirt. You know? Homie or holy. Um, you know, not just my friend, which my he homie. can be, but first and foremost, he's my heavenly father and I need to recognize the power that he, that he holds. So that's, that's how I've always. Are you a daddy's girl? Yes. Okay. Big time. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I love how, you know, supernatural prayer is, but how, you know, natural. Yeah. Like, like Jesus is like, you know, when you pray, talk to your father. And, you know, everybody born has a father, some, you know, somebody who's, 
whose life is the reason why we exist. And it's like going to God and like you saying, honoring him as your father. It's like I'm going to the one who is the reason for my existence. Mm. You know, I'm going to the, so already there's that endearing Mm -hmm. personal, you know, relationship. So, you know, it's like, because you're my father, God, you must love me. Like, you know, um, and so I think that is a, a very powerful thing that motivates prayer, you know, the holiness of God and, if he's my father in heaven and ain't nobody like him, then okay, what I'm getting ready to ask for, I, I need to be able to right. trust him with it. What I'm getting ready to That's confess good. in prayer, I need to know that he'll cover it. What I'm getting ready to you know, I, in my mind when I when I That's good. When I think of God as his father. Yeah, two words that stood out to me from both of your all's um uh, kind of descriptions there was one intimacy and personal, right? Yeah. Like that's what prayer is. Like it's it's mm-hmm. us connecting with God through an intimate relationship and understanding that God, while he is holy, he's also very personal. Like yeah. he mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love our father in heaven. Like mm-hmm. it shows that position of authority. Like yeah. this is where God is. So recognize where God is. And and so often our and prayers, personal and not to cut you off, but personal and corporate, mm-hmm. they don't always have to be against each no. other. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like I th- I think of uh, you know, companies that are on the stock market mm-hmm. you know it's a very corporate reality but the people that receive dividends oh, you know right. it affect, it impacts them Everybody personally else. yeah mm-hmm. so you know when god says our father mm-hmm. i mean when jesus says our father he's like hey this is both personal and corporate yeah mm-hmm. you know? yeah so yeah it's that's a prayer it's 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 personal and communal at the same time um and so uh when I think of that reality, and I also think of this, uh, his position of authority, oftentimes our prayers begin with like, God help me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe shifting of God, like, let me honor you. Mm-hmm. Like start there versus God, here's what I need help with. Mm-hmm. Because we have our list of prayer requests that we often want to bring up to God, which is good. Like like ask and it'll be given, right? Seek and find all stuff. Um, and so we need to have those things. But more importantly, I think it begins with recognizing who God is, your name be honors holy. I think um, traditionally we know it as hallowed be your name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I've kind of heard of in a sermon, or I don't remember where I heard this from, but basically like we- If it was good, I said it. It was good, you said <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I said this, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we live in a world that is full of sin, brokenness, of self selfishness, right? That we live in a world full of the self, like you kind of brought that up earlier too. Um, and, and a world that we feel like we don't have any need and things like that, a world full of falseness. Um, and so if we don't reorient our minds around honoring God's name and recognizing who he is, then we kind of approach prayer in a very reactionary style to the what's mm, going on around us yeah. versus just the reality of this is who God is, right? Yeah. God, like, this is who you are. Uh, and I love that Jesus kind of is, is inclusive in this. Like, it's it's our God. Don't say your God, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's our God. Like, we're praying this in mm-hmm. in community. Uh, your name be honored as holy. Um, and so you get that intimacy and you get that personal, that personal reality of prayer. Um, and then he says uh, some pretty wild statements. He says this, um, your kingdom come, your will be done. Mm-hmm. Let's flesh that out for a moment. Yeah, well, it's like you're saying when we pray, um, this is talked a lot too, like on Sundays, um, you know, when we kind of close out the sermon and we're saying, you know, like get in God's word and, and be in prayer. Um, it's a lot of 
you know, like reminders, like you're saying, um, you know, recognize who God is, honor him, who he is, um, thank him, come forward with gratitude before you just present, you know, like your, your laundry list of mm-hmm. requests. Um, and so in that, in that thankfulness, um, is the, is the, the sensitivity to his will, to his align alignment of our will with his, um, because we're, we're coming and saying, um, you know, I, I recognize that this is what you've already done and remembering what he's already done and including, this is the things I need, I need to happen or I, I want to happen. These are my desires. Um, but I know that you've done this in the past. So mm-hmm. whatever your will is, that's, that's what I want to happen. And that coming forward to him with that mentality and that attitude of having open hands with whatever we need him to answer our prayers for, um, allows his kingdom to come and not our own kingdom mm-hmm. to be yeah. built. Whenever I teach on, uh, this passage, you know, as a preacher, you got, you break it down. So I always say three points, alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's more, but, but I say that Lord's prayer and this helps me is honor, humility, mm-hmm. hunger, holiness, and hope. Those five aspects uh, are all in the Lord's prayer. And and this aspect, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That is a prayer of humble submission. Right. Um, that, you know, uh, God has always wanted to, um, when you look at the story of Scripture, he's always wanted to have heaven and earth while distinct be connected, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, going back to the garden. I feel like we always go to the garden. <laughs> Every episode. You know what I mean? But, but in the garden you have heaven and earth. Yes, they're distinct, but they're also connected because you have, you know, uh, the angels there, you have the provision of God, you have God walking in the cool. So, you know, we, we make the gaps bigger. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? And I think humility, humility is, is one of those characteristics. Um, you know, it's a fruit of the spirit, right? Uh, that helps heaven and our earthly life not be so disconnected. Yeah. Um, so, so that's what I think when I think of, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven it it helps it helps close the gap yeah you know that's so um, good yeah we um going back to the world like we we live very selfishly right um and while the things that you might be requesting for the prayer requests you have they're very personal they they might be you know just something that very difficult that you're walking through that god does deeply care for right it's it's not like undermining those things but I love that we begin prayer by just recognizing who God is and then um, remembering that we have a role to play first, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, I love Jesus. Like, hey, pray that they might send somebody. Like, well, he's talking about us. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And so he's trying yeah. to get us to understand that that while we have intimate, intimacy with God, we also have an invitation to be a part of the mission of God, right? It's, it's your kingdom come, your mm-hmm. will be done. Um, and that should be our first priority before then 
praying for the things that we need to see done or that we want to see done mm-hmm. um, is that we would ultimately want to see God's kingdom come, right? Because that's going to be the thing that's going to bring healing and hope to anything else, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, and so, yes, we have this laundry list of prayers, like you should mention, but if, if we're praying his kingdom come, ideally that's going to then overflow into Yeah, we're going to be fulfilled well. in the kingdom. Yeah. You're going to be provided for in the right, kingdom. Right, 100%. You're going to be yeah. satisfied in the kingdom. And you're not going to be in need, and you're going to be in full yeah, you know, intimacy with God. Yeah. Um, and so, and I, I truly think too that if we get like the beginning part right, like, okay, like God, you, your name's going to be honored holy. Uh, you're in heaven. I'm, I'm realizing that. Then it, everything else is going to naturally flow in its proper place. But one thing I've always loved about Lord's Prayer is that like it's, it's all right, we're focusing on God first. That's where we're starting. Um, and then it's it's your kingdom, your will, right? Um, and then it gets to us, right? And so like there's a beauty that it starts from God, and then finally gets to us later on. Yeah. Where oftentimes we flip that. We start with us, and then we maybe get to God. We start with us and end with us. A lot I, know. Of <laughs> yeah. I know sometimes when I pray, it's, <laughs> with us. it's all me. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so then we get to us, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done. And then um, Jesus says, give us each day our daily bread, or give us today our daily bread. Um and now you get to the aspect of need. And that's hunger. Mm-hmm. You know, I say that. That's hunger. That's us acknowledging our limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, I say food is the consistent reminder from God that we need yeah. something outside of ourselves if we are going to survive. What do y'all um, think the significance of like today or each day is? I think Jesus is throwing it back to the manna in the wilderness, Come on. you know, where God provided for his people mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Um, in that story, what I love is that they're complaining. Yeah. Like they're complaining to God that they are, their needs are not met. They'd rather go back to being slaves. Right. And then in the complaint, God doesn't like, all right, whatever. I'm going to give up on you guys. Like, like, you know you. what? I got you. Right. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in, you know, God told them, take enough for each day, mm-hmm. except for, you know, the, the, the day yeah. before the Sabbath, you know, you could, you could take double that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people, they still didn't trust God because, you know, on day two, they would try to grab so much, and <laughs> you know, it would it was spoiled, right. you know. And I think, you know, I think when I look at my life, I have too much. Mm-hmm. Like, I am not hungry. I'm spoiled. Right. And wow. uh, that you know that will impact your prayer life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I I think this you know, one we're we're forgetful people the Israelites forgot everything and then that's why God was like remember like you know I'm the I am the God yeah, of every yeah, Father Isaac day. exactly and so um and I love the aspect of each day um and and we like you said we for us that's spiritual mm-hmm. that that's not physical I, I think for them it was an element of phys- like physical like like today our bread like we need food, but why can't it be right? for us I know it has to day, be but and physical I, but I you think part I mean? of it is that we have we we hold our stuff when yeah. we go grocery yeah. shopping what do we do. We're buying for a week, two weeks, right? We would you do Costco I mean, in the city? Would you do that? No, <laughs> you couldn't, right? Well, we didn't have a car, but um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, right. like you had to, like, what would y'all do? Two days or something? Yeah, because we had to carry our groceries home. Woo! So so it was annoying to carry too much, and so we're like, you know what? Let's just like a lot of times we would just go buy like enough for dinner. Like that'll preach. Yeah. It was annoying to carry too much. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. So you had to structure your life in a way, right? To go to the source, right? intentionally yeah good that, god and, almighty that'll preach and right? that was such a, a shift for us because yeah. we were used to h-e-b my H-E-B. story yeah, yeah. <laughs> curbside yeah. just load up the car Dude. you don't even have to get in no. get into wow. the store and, and so i truly think that if jesus gave us enough for a year we would forget about him mm-hmm. right. so, that's yeah. good 
Um, so we 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 make it spiritual, which it needs to be spiritual too. It does. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be physical. Yeah. Um, yeah. But buy one piece of turkey, buy one, no. <laughs> <laughs> one leg, one chicken leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive us of our debts, as we have forgiven our debtors. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think this is the holiness aspect, and and it's where. Uh, we now get to reflect God's holy character. You know, mm, that's good. Um, and and we reflect God's holy character by, you know, confessing our sins. Right? If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so, this you know confession and and humility and repentance that then opens us up and frees us to more accurately reflect the character of God. Because mm-hmm. as you see, we ask for forgiveness and then right. we're going to extend it. That's good. Mm-hmm. This is also like a, this is a short prayer because it's intended that we would expand on like we're doing right now, that yeah. we would expand on each of these things, that it would be, you know, a fulfilling time, you know, where we're being you know, we're pouring ourselves out and we're being poured into. Um, and so I think that, you know, forgive us our sins. Like we can say that and then, yeah, the prayer's over. Mm. But it does imply that God knows all of our sins. So that that also is a reminder that that he is holy, that he knows everything, that he's in heaven. Um, but it it also is a reminder that we should lay out those sins. Mm. We should Oof. lay out those things that... Um, that we're asking him to forgive us for because we just had a reminder that we're in need mm-hmm. we before it. So if we are, you know, confessing that we're in need, that we need him each day, we need him. Um, then it's because X, Y, and Z. That's we, good. I yeah, need you because I am, yeah. you know, faulty. I am broken. I am, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, the debts you owe. <laughs> and then, and then it's so that I can forgive everyone else and not the other way around like help me to forgive these people it's and then you know like oh and forgive me me. you know like it's everything's in in order but laid out intentionally so that we can dive deeper into these things Mm -hmm. yeah and i think the the thought a lot of times is that the more mature we get the less confessing we have to do nope right but it, it it should be the other way around like yeah it should still continue to grow into confession of laying that out and so going back to the beginning of Lord teaches to pray, like never be ashamed of asking about what might mm-hmm. seem like a simple practice. Um, I mean, at the same time, never be ashamed to to lay out what your struggles might be towards mm-hmm. God because in, in every season it might be different. Mm-hmm. And so we're still laying that out before God. That's good. Um, and, and going back to the Trinity, because this is all laid out here, we have a father who who knows us and mm-hmm. wants to give to us, right? Like give us our daily bread and then forgive us of our debts. Like how does that happen? Through Jesus. Through right? Jesus. And so now you're seeing the Trinity laid out just in a simple it's prayer. Like, who do I pray to? You pray to God the Father through Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we can do that because our sins have been forgiven. And then you have the last part. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's our comforter. That's our helper. That's the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit working guide, in us now as our guide. The comforter, the helper, the yeah. guide, the yeah. one, you know. And, and the Holy Spirit, he is going to sound like Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Jesus said this in John. He is going to remind you of what I taught you. Yeah. You know, he's going to, he, he's he's going to take from what I have given him, give to you. So, 
that's why we I, I love that we opened up talking about the Trinity at work in prayer because yeah. God is involved in our prayer life. That um, is uh, why we receive direction while we're praying. Mm-hmm. I, that's happened to me a lot where the, I'm like, the especially in journaling prayers, because man. I'm slow. You know, I'm, not that I'm slow journaling, but it, right. I'm slowing down. down. You are kind. It slows you down. I am slowing yeah. down. Um, so I'm, you know, writing out like, man, I just need prayer for this, you know, situation or for, the, you know, whatever it is I need clarity on. Mm-hmm. And as I'm writing, he's talking oh, to yeah. me. And that's just, that's the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Like he's, he's guiding my prayer at the same time answering my prayer. That's why, like, I love, like, the reason we have the book of Psalms is because David slowed down to write, yeah. <laughs> to pray, to mm-hmm. reflect and journal his thoughts and prayers. And so, um, yeah. So good. When you said, I'm glad we started with, and then you started saying like something with the T, I thought you were going to say Taylor. No. Oh, man, I'm glad that you didn't bring it back to that. I was like, because you're like, I'm glad we started with uh, the Trinity. The Trinity. <laughs> Why would you yeah. bring that back up? <laughs> no, we uh, were in a deep moment, man. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, he's about to say that again. Okay, we're about to end full circle. Uh, man, that was good. Just walking through Lord's Prayer. Good. And so just uh, as you pray. Um, and I always like the ending that that is in. And Matthew. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. But thine is the kingdom, the mm-hmm. power, and the glory. Yeah. I know, you know, in with textual textual criticism sure, yeah. these, you know. Uh I'm glad it's in my Bible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, because I always say, um, that helps me in my prayer with hope. Mm-hmm. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Like I did not just pray to a God who you know, is willing to help me, but is not able to help me. Right. Like, no, I just, I just pray to a God who has the kingdom, the power mm-hmm. and the glory, mm-hmm. not just some of the time, but forever. Like God has been answering prayers for generations, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and he's not going to stop in my generation. Right. So mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. That, that gives me hope. Amen. Episode 31. That was great. Love it. So hopefully y'all are encouraged by that shirt. If you uh, were encouraged by it, let, people know help them out right hey, hey spend and, time in prayer and send them more questions like that because yeah. like that yeah, turned into that a, helps us. a lovely episode yeah it was great we, we got a, i got a ton of good responses that i'm excited to get into so y'all stay tuned for what's to come uh, excited for uh just the paper room what's happening right now uh love you guys so much thanks for hanging out with us uh we'll see y'all next time bye Swifties. Peace.